Welcome to the New Life Podcast. Here we want you to experience the grace of God. So through this sermon, we hope to come alongside you as you grow in your relationship with Jesus. To learn more about New Life, please visit our website at newlifeonline.org. Here's today's message. Well, good morning, church family. It's good to be with you. Thank you for joining us today on this Sunday. Um, And if you're a guest with us, thank you for joining us as well. We're glad you're here. So today is going to be a little bit different. No, we're not going to have our normal Sunday morning message like we usually have, because today I have an update for you. We have a decision from the elders regarding our campus question. And so if you're a guest with us, you've come on a day where you're just going to get to see a family moment, a church family be together, and I hope that's meaningful for you. But uh, just a quick reminder about where we are, where we've been. Uh, We've been praying as a church family about this decision. Uh, about what are we to do with our church family, with our campuses. And so just to remind you, these are the three options that we've been praying about. We've been praying, do we stay as a multi-site? Do we continue as we have been? Maybe try to get better at the different ways, but do we stay as a multi-site? Number two, do we plant? Do we plant Washington as its own separate autonomous church? Or number three, do we merge our campuses back together? I want to say, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much for, especially anybody who has submitted a response card. We are so grateful to have heard from you, to to read through those. It was so helpful for us in parsing out all the different aspects of this question. So thank you for praying. Thank you for filling those out. We really are grateful. What I want to do is I want to tell you a little bit about the process because I'm wondering if you've been feeling like, okay, this has been a really long time. It's been weeks and weeks. What's going on? I want to, I want to kind of narrate what's been happening in the time since we started to pray and fast to today. So the elders, we've been working through all of these response cards. We've read every one and we prayed through them and we dialogued. And we had lots and lots of conversation. We met weekly um, and many times late into the night, you know, three or four hours kind of thing. And and we we were discussing and debating and we were disagreeing. We were working through all of the different components to this conversation. And there were moments where we we had different perspectives. And this is good. This is part of a healthy discernment process. The way that the elders work is we operate by consensus. So what that means is that we are attempting to arrive at an agreed-upon solution. What that doesn't mean is that we have a majority vote. It's like majority wins, great, that's what we're doing. That's not the way we operate. We also don't operate according to unanimity, where we all think the same. Consensus works best when we work together through disagreement, when we come to, to a question and, and maybe bring different sides of it, that is the good work. And that has been characterizing our conversations. We have been working through all of the different components to this question. We've chased down different scenarios and, and played out different ideas and, and, and we debated and we disagreed. And it allowed us to really see the question for what it is. It helped us to name reality, to see things as they are, and to to really work out what are the implications of all that we're talking about. And so this decision was made very carefully. It was made very intentionally. We didn't want to hurry through it, and we didn't want to drag our feet. We wanted to go with the Lord as fast as he was wanting to take us. And so the conversations were very, very important. And one thing that I want to highlight to you is that we felt the significance of it. In the room, as we talked, as we talked with other people, like we, we knew that this was a big deal. And we took it seriously. 
So I just, on, on behalf of, of the elders, thank you for your patience. Thank you for allowing us to do the good work. And then I want to speak to you about the elders. I'm so grateful for these men, for the ways that they have given themselves in this conversation, in this process. And so I just, I want to honor them. They have given of themselves wholeheartedly to all of this. So we have worked through the conversation and we batted around a whole bunch of different ideas. And so we have arrived at a decision. We will be merging our campuses in Morton. Let me say that again. We will be merging our two campuses in Morton. Now immediately you might feel a reaction. You might feel sadness. You might feel anger. You might feel frustration. You might feel relief or, or gladness. Whatever you feel, it's warranted and it's good. I want you to know that. Whatever your reaction is right in this moment, it's good. I want to explain to you kind of the, the reasoning and how we got to that decision. But before I do, I have one more piece of information that's really important that I want to share with you. And so Rex Brown, he is one of our elders. Um, he has served so faithfully for a number of years. He has resigned his position as an elder. Now, let me be clear. He, he saw all the way through the process. He participated in the decision, and he was very much a part of everything that took place. But he and Tara and their family feel called to remain in Washington at a church that's physically present in this community. And so once the decision is made, they, they've decided that's the direction that they're going to go. And they're here today and, and they want to see through the transition uh, to be part of this church family all the way through what God is, was doing right here. So we want to honor him. We thank him for his, his service and we honor their decision. I actually think this is a really good thing and I support it. So uh, we're glad for that. But I did want to pass it on to you because that is a, an element to all of this. So maybe you feel similarly, like where you feel like that might be your call. And I'll, I'll speak to that in just a couple minutes. But I do want to offer you, here, here's the reasoning, here's the, the thought process that we arrived at that helped us to get to this place. And it's twofold. Number one, we really do feel like this is what God is asking us to do. And it relates to the second one, which is this. This is how we feel best we can make disciples. And so what this looked like for us in, in discerning, we felt like this is what God is asking of us. But as you can probably imagine, there were a lot of different thoughts, perspectives, and, and comments that were given to us that it was not very clear. Like, okay, God, there's not a, everybody's saying the exact same thing. We're, we see a plurality. And one of the images that was really helpful for us is the picture of a mosaic. I don't know if you've kind of really thought about or studied a mosaic before, but you've got different pieces, whether it's stained glass or, or, or images or whatever, but like two pieces you put next together, it's like, these are opposing, like how do these work together? But when you place them in their spots and you step back, you see the beauty of the whole. And I believe that's what's happening here. God is calling us to, to move a certain direction, but he allowed us to see the significance and the multifaceted nature of this decision. But discerning the Lord is, is hard sometimes. It's not always clear. And so we had to do our, our hard work of really seeing the big picture. And the big picture came into focus with this next idea, the second idea. We feel like for us, our calling is to make disciples. And we feel like the best way to do that is to take it this direction. So what we are wanting to do is not make converts. We don't want to simply just get people to cross the line of faith, though that's really important. And we're not wanting people just to come and join a service and sit in a chair on a Sunday morning. That's important too. 
But both of those things are insufficient because what God is calling us as, as a church and all churches is to make disciples. Matthew 28. As you go, make disciples, baptizing them, teaching them. This is our call as a church. And we are wanting to see people grow deep with Jesus. Colossians 1, 28. We proclaim him who unites us together in humility and in maturity. Like he is calling us to grow deep with him. That's what we want to do. Now we could do that in a variety of ways. In any one of these options, we would, we would be pursuing making disciples. We felt like it's best for us to achieve that goal by moving this direction. So we, we really see like God moving and helping us process through moving all of this. But again, you might, you might feel a variety of things right now. You might feel the sadness of this reality. You might feel like, oh man, okay, this isn't quite what I wanted. And the grief that comes with that. You might feel angry. You're, you're frustrated, like this isn't how it should have been. And, and you feel that. Maybe you feel relief. Like, okay, finally a decision. And maybe you feel that with all these other things too. Like, all of that, we've felt. I've been feeling it. When we made the decision, the first thing that, that just kind of welled up in me was sadness. Like, this isn't what I wanted. And maybe you're feeling these kind of mixture of different things. It's all okay. Whatever you feel right now, whatever your experience is, whatever you have happening inside your heart right now, it's good and it's appropriate. This is hard and this is heavy. But let me say this too. The person you're sitting next to or, or maybe across the room from or, or, or another person inside our church family, they might be feeling something different. Maybe you feel the relief, but the person next to you feels that sadness. Uh, let me just say this to you, that we want to create space for one another. We want to create the space where we can just let each other be and be together. Wherever you are, whatever you're feeling, acknowledge that. And then acknowledge what your brother or sister might be feeling right now. We want to allow the space for that because it's good to experience what we are feeling. They're telling us something and it's helpful. But we want to honor where you are. We want to honor what you're feeling. We want to honor what it is that you're experiencing right now. And it's good. And it's okay. We'll come to you in just a minute if that's okay. Yeah, thank you. But one thing that I want to offer you is a couple of ideas that might help you process and kind of think through some of these key things. And, and hopefully this will just help you uh, capture a little bit more of what, what's taken place. So um, first of all, this choice is not failure. It's not failure. You might feel like, well, that's it. That's the end of Washington. No. It's not failure. God has been at work. God has done some really cool things over these 10 years. God has been present. And everything that he has done is not for naught. It's, it's happened. People have been impacted by what he has done here. And that is a good thing. And we honor that. God has been at work. And we celebrate that. And they happened. And it's not for naught. But one thing that's been also helpful for us, and we've been kind of batting this idea around, and we've even shared it in conversations, 
The church is not a building. It's a people. The church is people. It's us. We are the church. And wherever we are, there is the church. And so for those of you who elect to to come to Morton and, and make that part of your choice, if you still live in Washington, the church is in Washington. Our ministry is still here. Sure, it may look a little bit different, but we are still present. And that, that is the church. Church is not a worship service. Church is not a Bible study. It's not a a building with four walls. We are the church. And God is moving through his church. And that is a really helpful way for us to kind of think about this. It's not simply just to make us feel better or to kind of smooth things over. This is a biblical theological idea. This is the way the Bible pictures us. We are his body. And so wherever we are, there is the church. And we want to continue to leverage that as we move forward. So for those of you who do come to worship in Morton, the church is still in Washington. And we want to be aware of that. We want to step into that. Part of what I hope for us moving forward is that we can see ourselves as missionaries where we are. In our neighborhoods, our circles of influence, our connections. We are missionaries right there. And that is part of our calling as a church, is to step into that. And so that's what we want to do. We want to be intentional about where our presence is. One example is the backpack drive. I don't want to make any promises, but our goal is to actually continue doing that. One of the things that I want us to do is to continue collecting those supplies and blessing the Washington school districts with that endeavor. And that's just one small thing. And we've got to change how we do it. We've got to figure out what does it look like now. But that's one of the things that we want to do. We want to continue to leverage that. We're going to figure out how. That's what we want. We want to be a part of that initiative. So what are some next steps? What does it look like for us now to kind of integrate into this? And and how does all of this shake out? Um, First of all, I want to say this to you. We invite you to remain a part of this community because we want you to. We want you to remain as part of this this church family. We want you. We love you. We care about you. I I feel that. I love this church. And I want you to remain as part of it. You have relationships. You have connections. You have people that you are, are connected with. We want you to remain as part of this church family. But you might feel like that's not for you or that's not what the Lord is calling you to do, and that's great. We actually support that. Uh, We want to provide you the avenue to connect to how God might be leading you best. And so one of the things that we want to do is we want to offer a few suggestions for churches here in Washington that we might recommend. Um, We're working on that, and we're going to get you some information in the coming days. But we want to offer you, here's some some ways that maybe you can step forward. And if that's the sense that you feel like you want to take, that's great, because here's the reason why that's good. We want people to grow deep with Jesus. And if that is with another church, then we celebrate that. It's not about new life. It's not about us. It's about God's kingdom. It's about Jesus, and that is what it's all about. 
In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church and he's writing to them and he's like, some say I follow Paul, some say I follow Paul. And he's like, that's not how it works. We follow Jesus. And that is what it's about. And so it's not about new life. It's about him. And we want to support your move that direction if that's what you sense God is asking you to do. But if I may, can I make a little bit of the case of why we, you know, why we want you to remain as part of new life? Again, I said I, we want you to be a part of this community. We want you. We need you. Let me tell you why. What's happening here is new. One of the things that I really want us to see all across our campuses is this. We are starting something new. Morton is ceasing. Washington is ceasing. We are now starting a new, new life. We are not going back to what was. We are not walking into like, let's go back to the way things were. No, we are starting a new church. This merge together is a coming together of two campuses. Many of you haven't been to the other campus and and that's okay. We are starting a new church. And we need you to be a part of that. We want to leverage the best of both of our campuses. We want to take what we're doing well in Morton. We want to take what we're doing well in Washington. We want to bring that together. Bringing our resources, our time, our focus, our energy, our ideas. Bringing all of this together to step into this new thing. That's what we want to do. We want to step into the new reality that God has put before us. An image that, that came to mind that we shared uh, recently with a f- few folks. Uh, it's this picture. I saw it on Facebook. So, hey, there's something good that can come from Facebook, right? But there's this picture of a man who had grafted trees. So what he did is he built a house and he kind of sidewalk from their front door. And, and he planted four sapling trees. And they began to grow up. So these four trees are independent. But they're growing. And he began to shape them. Slowly, slowly, he's bringing them together. And then what he did is they came together and he grafted the tree trunks together. So essentially what was happening is not these four trees, but now one tree exists that sends one trunk straight up into the air. So it almost acted like an archway. You could walk under these four tree trunks that formed into one. That's what we're doing. We're grafting a new tree together. And that's what we hope that you sense this is. And we need you to help us do that. Part of my hope, part of my vision for what I'm hoping for for new life is this. We want to be people who have experienced the hope and healing of the gospel. And we want to share that with others. And we need you to help us do that. Because here's why. I think our communities, Morton, Washington, Eureka, Tremont, Peoria, I think we have the tendency to see people put on the mask. Oh, everything's great. Yeah, I'm doing great. Everything's fine. But really deep down, we're broken. We're hurting. We, We need hope. We need healing. And only Jesus can give us that. What I want our church to be all about is to be people who have received that, where we've taken the mask off where we've opened ourselves up to the gospel, the good news, what Jesus wants to do, and allow him to work inside of us, to change us, to heal us, to redeem us, and then we share that with others. When we've experienced that ourselves, people see us, they're like, you're a little bit different. 
Why? And we can share the hope that we have. I want us to learn to take the mask off so we can help others to take the mask off. And let me capture this even like a little bit more tangibly. What, I, what I'm wanting to, us to do is I want us to be the kind of people that our neighbor calls up, hey, can we go grab coffee? Yeah, sure, come on. And you begin to then hear about how their marriage is in shambles. And they're in turmoil, and you had no idea because you're like, oh, they, we, it always seems like things are good. Well, now they're opening up to you where we can now say, well, I have a way forward for you. I have someone who loves you, who wants to meet with you and, and heal you. His name is Jesus. I want to show you what he's all about. Here's what he's done for me. I want that conversation happening all the time in our church. And we want to structure and equip our church to be able to have that kind of conversation. This is what I'm hoping for. And we can do that wherever we are. Wherever we're connected. Wherever, wherever we have circles of influence. This is what I want for us. And we need you to help us do that. I think the key word that, I, that I've been throwing around that we've named a little bit is, is this word, authenticity. I see that in you. There is an authenticity. We need to get better at that. And our church would benefit from you helping us see this is what it looks like. We need each other to grow in this authenticity, to allow Jesus to minister and work in and through us. So, we'd love to have you. We, we want you to be a part of our community. We need you to help us build this new, new life. And we hope that you can join us and participate in that. Now, if you're a little on the fence, you're like, ah, I'm not so sure. Uh, I'll, I'll just name it this way for you. Uh, there's going to be change. There's transition. And change is hard. Uh, but maybe give it a try. Because this will be probably the most familiar thing for you. If you try another church, like you're going to learn a new DNA and get to know a bunch of new people. But if you come this way, like, this will be familiar. You'll recognize some faces. And, and the way we do kids' life and men's and women's ministry, like, it's integrated. I hope you give that a, a shot. But we want to support you. We want you to step into whatever it is that God is leading you to do. And so, final thoughts. A few other key ideas. We don't want this to be the last Sunday that we gather in this space. And so our imagination right now is that we would love to have two more weeks, next week the 6th and then the 13th, be our final couple of Sundays gathered together in this room. We hope that you would continue to meet with us in that time. And what we hope for that last Sunday on the 13th is we want to have a celebration, a commemoration of what God has done. We want to tell some stories. We want to remember how God has been faithful, how he's been at work, and to see what the, the Lord's work has been. And we want to create space to grief and to be sad because this is change and change is hard. So we want to offer that opportunity to you. The next couple of Sundays, we will still gather, we will still meet, and we'd love for this to be a helpful time together. And then on the 20th, will be the first chance for us to, to be together as a whole church family, and we we're going to gather in Morton uh, for a service there. And we, we, we encourage you to give that a try. And we hope that we are creating a space where we can come together, where we can learn together and walk towards what God has for us together. And so we create space for that. We really appreciate how God has been faithful to us and we pray and that he would continue to be as faithful as he has been. 
And so that's what we're looking forward to. Again, you probably feel a variety of things in this moment. You feel um, the, the weight of this. Maybe you feel relief. That's all okay. We hope that you sense the Lord's presence right now with you. He's in this room. He's meeting you. And he will be with you in this. There's a lot here. There's a lot you probably feel. Stepping into this merge together is going to be challenging. It's not going to be perfect. We're not going to do it perfectly. But we hope. We hope and pray that God will show us how. How we can move forward into this well. We know this is probably heavy. But we trust that the Lord will be leading you. And again, we want you. We need you. We are stepping into something new. Morton and Washington are both ceasing. We are starting a new, new life. We want you to be a part of that. So today, uh, a couple of the elders are here today, and I'm going to invite them forward. Um, We're going to close in prayer, and then we're going to create space. If you want to sit, you may. If you want to come talk with us, if you want to pray together, we, we invite that. If you're ready to get up and leave, that's great too. But what we want is for this to be a meaningful few minutes where we can process this and allow the Lord to do what he wants to do. And so there's space, however you need this to be. We're going to close in prayer, and then we'll allow the Lord to move as he wants to. So a couple of the elders, I'm going to have you guys come forward down front. Allow me to pray, 